Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Angels bow before you. Heaven and earth adore you. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you for being such a mighty, 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 mighty awesome God. Thank you, Trinity Ensemble. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Universal Temple of Spiritual Truth. Thank you so much. Hallelujah for welcoming us here once again and, and just coming. We know we are in the Lord's house. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I truly thank God. I truly thank God. I've been looking forward to coming, and I'm just so excited. You might have to hold me down a little bit, Bishop, because I'm just so excited. I love you all so much. I guess, I guess you can tell it about now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're my physical family, biological family, and my spiritual family. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for the bishop, James G. Bryant, senior pastor. Hallelujah. The shepherd of this house. Hallelujah. The angel of this house. Hallelujah. And my cousin, the bishop. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. His dad. <laughs> James Ryan Sr. was my first cousin who I loved very, very much, him and his wife. Hallelujah. Thank you. And they were just little, little ones. And, and Valerie, oh, my God, we grew up and played together as children. And who would know, a few decades down the road, we will reconnect again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, and as one in ministry for our God, doing kingdom business. Hallelujah. I love you all so much. I just want to give honor and thankful for the first elect lady who is here. Amen. Let's give her a hand. Where is she? Amen. There she is. I love you, my cousin. Hallelujah. I love you. Love you, love you, love you. Beautiful woman of God. Hallelujah. And I want to thank Reverend Donna Reed and her husband, Reverend Michael Weedhouse, for their love and their phone call and coordinating everything and working behind the scenes and, and the Texas and everything. Well, there she is. Oh, I just love her. I just love her. What a prayer warrior. What an intercessor. What a woman of God. And we just love sharing. Oh, my God. How the Lord is just working in God's vineyard. I want to thank the, all of the ministers here, Minister Fenty and, and Reverend Robinson and, and everyone and all of the musicians and, and just everybody. Oh, my God. And I definitely want to thank um, James Bryant Jr., oh, my God, who has come to Trinity and just blessed us. He's come teaching, hallelujah, and ministering, and, and my young people, they love him and welcome him to come back again and, and just to teach, hallelujah. So they're going to coordinate a date, and he's coming back with workshop number two uh, for them. So we just thank God. We thank God because we're all about the kingdom, hallelujah, and we just want to all encourage one another, amen, hallelujah. And so as stated earlier, I've just been there two years at Trinity, and I just in love with with my Trinity family. So I just want to acknowledge all of Trinity. If they would just stand, all of them and all of those who came with us, Sister Sharita and, and all of her sisters and brother and, and all of them that came, and Sharita's brother, amen. I don't know all of the names. Yes, oh my God, and oh my God. And Sister Catherine, hallelujah. Sister Catherine, thank you so much for all of you coming to support. Sister Linda and the children falling asleep. They've been here since 10 o'clock. They've been in church in Sunday school hours, so they are tired. And so I just want to thank everybody for coming. 
here and we come to help you celebrate on this Women's Day. Thank you for the cooks in the kitchen, the delicious food. Oh my God. We look forward to coming here because we know we're going to eat well. I was telling Bishop, you know, you know, before you preach, you know, you want to like hold back a little bit, you know, you don't want to eat too much, but the food kept coming and coming. And I'm like, oh my God, potatoes. Oh my God, sweet potatoes. And I was like, when are you supposed to be here to make pasta hold back? And she was nowhere to be found. So I had a good time with that banana pudding. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. You all are some fabulous, fabulous cooks. God has gifted you all in the kitchen to be able to cook like that and to be able to bring it. And so I'm just, I'm just so thankful. And so I know it is preaching time, and I'm going to get right to it. Hallelujah. And I love your theme. When Reverend Reed called me and told me and sent me the letter that the theme was for such a time as this, I was just like, wow, hallelujah. They are right there because I came before you, was it last year, and preached on Esther. And so now I'm coming again, but I'm coming from a different angle, hallelujah. So my title this afternoon is going to be A Call to Serve, hallelujah, A Call to Serve, amen, hallelujah. And so the text Esther 4, four, fourth chapter, verses 14. I came on up here all excited without my, my sword. <laughs> Amen. And so we want to get right to that word, right as your theme scripture. Amen. Esther, the fourth chapter, and it's just the 14th verse, and I'm going to uh, read that, and maybe I'll start just a few verses ahead of that. And uh, and so do you, it is your custom to stand or sit for God's word? Okay. All right. Okay. And so Esther 4, 14, and I'll just begin right there at verse 12, and we'll read that from 12 to 17. So when Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you are alone you alone of all the Jews will escape. But if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to royal position for such a time as this. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Go, gather together all the Jews who are in Susha and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my maids will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king. Even though it is against the law, if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went away and carried out all of Esther's instructions. Let us pray. Father God, Father God, we come before you, dear God, all on one accord, asking you just to declare what thus saith the Lord. Use me as a vessel. Hide me behind the cross, dear God. Speak, Lord. Let this word go forth in spirit and in truth, dear God, in power and authority, dear God. Oh, God, so that when we leave this place, we will know that God has truly spoken and given us our marching orders. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 For such a time as this. That's our key verse. Again, the title, A Call to Serve. A Call to Serve because this is serious business. Hallelujah. Thank you. Church business is serious business. Amen. 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 Serious because souls are laying in the balance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so here we have Esther. She finds herself between a rock and a hard place. Hallelujah. Here she has come to royalty. And so she says, as I read in the scripture, that, you know, if she goes before the king, it's against the law. Because if you go before the king without him asking you to come, it's the law that he can just kill you right away. Hallelujah. And so Esther knows, yes, I'm the queen, but you see, the, the, the king hadn't called for her in a whole month. A whole month had went by. Now, you know, you know, we, we don't know what he's thinking. She doesn't know what he's thinking. So she's in a rock between a hard place. Do I just stay here and lavish all of this royalty and luxury and whatnot, or do I go before the king and, and you know, and, and dare just to be killed? So she's between a rock and a hard place. And so then she realizes that, you know, there's a reason God gives you favor. I want to say that again. There is a reason God gives you favor. And I have found out that is because he has an assignment on your life. Yes. Hallelujah. He has an assignment on your life. And, and you know, so, so this morning I, I, I was with Trinity and I said, you know, let, let me, we, we're going to be talking about Esther over here in the afternoon. So I said, let me just go back, you know, and, and, and speak to Trinity this morning about chapter two. I just want to want to set up the background because I know, I know you all have been in Esther, you know, like the, for the season and whatnot. But if I can just take a couple of uh, minutes, uh, you know, just to, just to set up the context, you know, just to, to, to give you that background because, you know, Esther's just eight chapters and it's not much. And so when you look right over when it's all at the beginning, we got this beautiful Beautiful, beautiful, fabulous queen, Vashti. Vashti got it all going on. She's happy. She's queen. And, and so she's having the party of her life with all of the maidens of the ladies. And they're all dressed down. And they're just eating and drinking and having a good old time. And then the king has got all of his boys, all of the king's men. They're all over there. And they are just partying and having a royal, royal banquet. They're just having so much good time. They're drinking and they're drinking. And they drinking, and now they drunk. And so somebody has the bright idea, you know, let's get your beautiful queen to come up over here and entertain us, you know? And so they said, okay, send for the queen. Let her come and entertain the men. And so Queen Extra, she gets all um, indignant, like, I don't think so. Did they just, I got my party and my girls. Do they want me to just go over there and entertain those a whole bunch of drunk men? They're not even serious. I will not be going. So she doesn't go. The word gets back to the king. King, your queen is not coming. He goes, what, um, what, um, what? No, no, she's not coming. She is not coming. And all the men are looking at him like, your wife, you, you, you sent for your wife, and your wife not coming to you? What? You, you, you going to allow that? You, 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 you're not serious. You're not going to allow that. And he's like, um, um, mm. they say, now look, they put the pressure on the man. They put the pressure on him, say, if you let your wife get away with that, and your wife don't have to listen to you, then none of our wives are going to listen to us. When they come back, 
We won't even know who we're dealing with. They won't be listening to us. You cannot let that go down like that. So he's like, mm. they're they like, look, King, you know, you got to get rid of her. She got to go. You got to get you someone that when you say come, they will come. So he had no other choice but get rid of his beautiful, fabulous queen, Vashti. Vashti had to go take off her pretty garments and pack her bags and get on the road. Bye. She had to, bye. She had to go. No, poor king ain't got no queen. So they like, look, king. And so when you look, read in chapter 2, which we broke it down this morning over in chapter 2, then they said, well, look, you got all of these provinces and you got all of this land. You got all of these virgins all over the land. All you got to do is bring in all of these virgins and, and you can just pick just the right one. So all of these virgins from all of the different 127 lands, provinces, as they call them, came all to the palace. And so I'm going to just be talking about four things. My first point is purification. Then I'm going to be talking about consecration. And then finally, salvation. And I'm going to bring it on home. And so now we got all of these virgins coming to the palace. And they're all coming. And everybody wants to be the queen. Hey, ladies, who wouldn't want to be the queen? Right. Oh, my God. You know, have all of these servants at your feet. You know, because like Esther, she was brought up, you know, with like rags. Because as we read the scripture, we know that they were in captivity. And so even as a child, you know, they were almost like slaves. You know, even as a child, they didn't have much. They had maybe just a few rags and a pail of water to wash it in. And, and so now all of these maidens, they got an opportunity to go into the palace. Oh, my God. But, you know, to come to the king, you're not just coming any kind of way. You got to go through a purification process. You're not coming up into the palace, and you might have parasites or whatever, because you've been, you know, out there, you know, in the woods and, you know, didn't have proper means and whatnot. And so they got to get all of the junk that's in you, because, you know, we are what we eat, Reverend Reed. Isn't that right? All of the junk that's up inside got to come out. So they take this whole year-long purification process, and they give Esther, just what she needs. And, and, you know, some people needed a little bit more of this, and another people need a little bit less, and another, everybody. But they gave Esther just what she needed, just what she needed. And, you know, it's a weeding out process because in a year, you can find out a lot of things. Because the call was for all of the virgins, right? And, you know, some people who may have slipped up, you know, whatever, going to try to get in the line. But nine months tells everything. Amen. Everything has got to come out, right? Hallelujah. Everything has got to come out. In nine months, you're being purified to go before the king. They can tell the ones who got the attitude problems. They can tell the ones who've got the mean disposition and the ones that are throwing the temper tantrums. All of that you're going to find out within a year, you will see what they're made of. Hallelujah. Oh, my God, hallelujah. I say you got to go through the purification. You got to be washed from the inside out. Hallelujah. Thank you. Because just ain't anybody going to be coming up into the king's chambers. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. And when we even look at it in our churches, hallelujah, because we are about the king's business and we are going before the king each and every day. We can't come to the king any kind of way, Bishop. Oh, my God. We can't come to the king with unforgiveness in our heart. 
Hallelujah. We can't come to the king when we just finished backbiting and we just finished stabbing our own sister in the back. We can't come to the king, hallelujah, when we just talk back to our children and just slapped them around and, and just did whatever and, and disobeyed our husband and whatnot and didn't went to bed angry and all of that stuff when we know we're not supposed to. You can't come to the king any kind of way, hallelujah, when we come to our most high king, hallelujah. We want to come washed. We want to come humbly, hallelujah, so that he can receive us, hallelujah. This purification is serious business. So that should be our prayer each and every day. Lord, wash me from the inside out, my mind, my heart, my soul. Wash me, Lord, wash me. We can't, as Christians, we can't eat any old kind of way. This is God's temple. We can't put any and everything in our bodies. Because it's God's temple living on the inside. We can't even go any and everywhere. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Mm. I have a napkin in there. Mm. No, I have a purple cloth. <laughs> mm, purple. Thank you. Purification. Hallelujah. We want to become more and more like him. You see, Esther had to get as perfect as she could in her heavenly realm, hallelujah, to go before the king. Can you can imagine how many women are competing to be, the, to be the queen? How many are competing? Oh, my God. But you see, Esther, even though she was an orphan, she didn't have a mom and a dad, and she didn't have so many things, she didn't allow it to make, to allow her become bitter. You know, some people can become bitter. Because, you know, I grew up in poverty and I didn't have it. And she has the car and, and she has the this and she has the that. And people can come bitter and get an attitude and wear it like a badge. But Esther didn't do that. Hallelujah. God, God is looking for just the right type of queen. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Because after the purification process, oh, my God. She gets to go into, that's over in chapter 2. She gets to go into the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the king grants her favor. Hallelujah. And yes, he makes her Esther the new queen. Thank you, Lord. So she's happy. She's the new queen and, and whatnot. She's passed the test and, and everything is just right because God was giving her favor. She was beautiful and all that. God gave her favor, but she knew the Lord. She knew the Lord. Now we know the book of Esther. Nowhere in the Esther does it say God, but God is all behind the scenes. Hallelujah. He's all up in it. He's all behind the scenes and he has to be all up and behind the scenes of everything that we do hallelujah thank you on our jobs he's all behind the scenes he's right there in our homes he's all behind the scenes everywhere we go in our business transaction we have to know God is working he's working it out for our good he's right there he's all behind the scenes and that's why who could not want to serve a God like that when you can have God 24 7 working all behind the scenes thank you Jesus hallelujah all that he asks is that we represent him. Hallelujah. That people can see Christ in our lives so that we just don't. Purification is an ongoing process. Hallelujah. Because we know we're flesh. Hallelujah. And so that's why he sent Jesus. Hallelujah. So all we have to do is confess it. Mm. All we have to do is confess our sins. And he is faithful and just to forgive us. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. But when we come, because we're called to serve, we can't just come to serve any kind of way. Hallelujah. Because if you have an order, get somebody because something went wrong in the kitchen or something went wrong somewhere in God's house. You know you got to go to that person and you got to work it out and you got to get it together before you can continue to serve. Because I said this is serious business. Hallelujah. This is serious business, hallelujah, because people are coming in to get healed and delivered and to set be set free, hallelujah, and you don't want to be a stumbling block, hallelujah. People don't want to come in and see your flesh. They don't want to come in and see that you can get bad. They don't want to come and see you act ugly. They want to come and see Christ because you're called to serve, hallelujah. And that's why some of us have to sit down sometimes. Some may have to sit down a, a month, or some maybe have to sit down a little longer, but you gotta just sit down and be still so you can be purified, so you can be called to serve, hallelujah. You can't come any kind of way, hallelujah. Hallelujah to the king, hallelujah. Oh no, we can't, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And my second point, I wanna talk about consecration. And that just brings us right over into our key test, text because now, you know, Esther's got it all going on. And, and so now we got this evil Haman. You know, we always got an enemy who wants to destroy us. He's not going to, the enemy's not going to just sit still and let everything be everything. The enemy's job is to kill, steal, and destroy. So the enemy is using Haman big time to kill, steal, and destroy. He can't stand Esther's cousin Mordecai, because Mordecai won't bow down to him because Haman thinks he's all that. Yeah, I'm the second man in, the, in charge. I'm the second to the, to the bishop. I'm in second to the, to the king, you know. I'm in second in charge, and I want you to bow down to me. You know, I'm just this, I'm all that too. And Mordecai's like, please, I ain't bowing down to you. Who you think you are? You better get out my face. Oh, my God. And so he just can't stand it. He just can't stand it. He says, I want to kill all the Jews. You and every Jew, and I'm so bad. Yeah, I'm going to show you how bad I am, Mordecai. I'm going to get the king to put down an edict, a decree, to kill all the Jews. And so that's exactly what he does. And so Mordecai, he goes, oh, my God. So he's sitting outside the gate, and he's got the ashes on, and he's in the sackcloth. And, and oh, my God, because, you know, those ashes, you know, because we all come from what? We all, all come from the dust, right? And we, that's what we're going to go back to. So he, they got on the sackcloth to remind them of their grieving and, and whatnot and mourning. And they're in mourning in this ash cloth. And so they send the meshes. Mordecai sends that meshes to Esther, and he's letting her know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Maybe this is why God made you queen for such a time as this. Oh, my God. So don't think you're going to escape just because you're the queen. Oh, my God. Because you're going to be killed, too, and your family. But if you don't do it, God will send salvation from somewhere else. Hallelujah. Thank you. So either you're going to rise to the occasion or you're not. Hallelujah. So I said Esther was between a rock and a hard place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so she decides, oh, my God, that she is going to... To, to, to go to, to the king. But before she does that, she says, I'm going to consecrate. I'm going to fast. And I'm going to pray. And I don't, I'm not going to, I need all of the Jews to be fasting and praying for me and interceding. No food and no water. Just go to God in prayer for three days and we're going to watch God do it because everybody is about to be killed and it won't happen. We are going to God. We're going to God in our 
secret chamber. We're going in the prayer room. We're going to battle in the prayer room. I know you've seen that movie in the prayer room. And we're going to throw down. We're going we're gonna to call on God. We're going to pray the scriptures. We know what God did for the Israelites. And we know, hallelujah, he's going to continue to finish it. He's going to meet our every need. So she's fasting and she's praying and she's got her maid servants and everybody is praying, praying hallelujah. And that's what God has called us to do. Hallelujah. We've got to fast sometimes. Hallelujah. We want to get too stronger in the Lord. Hallelujah. When you feel a little weak and you want your strength to come on, you got to turn down your plate and you got to fast and you got to pray and watch your strength. Hallelujah. What's the hallelujah? Spiritual muscles began to Come up. Anytime I know that I have battled, that I've got to face, I know how to go into that prayer room. And I know that I've got to turn down my plate. And everybody knows I love food. Hallelujah. Good food. Hallelujah. But I know I've got to back away from that plate because I've got to, get, I've got to fight in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. I need God to strengthen me for the journey. I need God to strengthen me for the battle. Hallelujah. Because I'm going to you, God. I'm going to the most high king. Hallelujah, who's going to intercede on my behalf. I said when we fast and we pray, we send Judah first. We're praising and we're worshiping God. We're sending Judah first. So even before Esther gets dressed, even before she puts on the royal garment, which is like her mantle, even before she puts on, she knows just how to do it too. Oh, my God. Esther knew just how to do it after she had fasted and prayed and bathed herself and oiled herself down and perfumed herself down and got it all together. She knew to put on the royal garments. She wasn't coming up to the king any kind of way. Uh -huh. Oh, no. Hallelujah. God will give you wisdom. And Esther had a whole lot of wisdom. Amen. She had a whole lot of wisdom from a child up. She knew. Oh, God. Hallelujah. And this is why God gave her so much favor and called her for such a time as this. And so now she goes and she's going to the king and, and she's got her royal robes on and she goes and the king sees her and, and she doesn't know. All she knows is she is strong in the Lord. Yeah. She hasn't eaten. She hasn't drunk anything. She's going before the king, and she's going to go to battle on behalf of the whole nation, of all of the Jews. This is it. This is it. Hallelujah. They were serious about their praying. They wasn't like, you know, get down on the knees once, two, and be gone, you know. They were praying day in, day out, 24-7, 72 hours, three days. Hallelujah. This was serious warfare. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes we ask somebody to pray for 20 minutes and act like, Oh, my knees and my this or my that or whatever. I, I came and, and don't mention, you know, all night prayers. What? Are you serious? Oh, my God. We can't pray like we need to pray sometimes. We want great things from the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, then it's going to require much. Esther, hallelujah, and Mordecai and the Jews, they wanted much because Haman, Haman was out to kill them and destroy them. And now Haman had the king put it in writing and the king couldn't even take it back. It, once the king puts his signet ring on it, it is sealed. Can't not stop it. We need a miracle. Sometimes you need a miracle, so you got to go to God and turn down your plate and fast. And we know everybody can't fast, but you can do something. So people may have to something. something. You can do something. You can ask your doctor with the somethings, or maybe it's just leave the TV on and just meditate and bask in his presence. Hallelujah. But God sees your heart. 
That's the main thing. And we want God to show up in a mighty way. We want to get God's attention in a mighty way. And so this is what happens. She's got on these royal garments, and, and she's right there. And so now the king sees her, and he, <laughs> he extends the scepter. Hallelujah. And once that happens, she can come. And so he's right there, and the word tells us, he asks us, he says, whatever you want up until a half of a kingdom, I'm going to give it to you. Oh, my God. I know some woman, she was looking bad. She was looking, she was sanctified, filled, on fire, <laughs> and looking good on the inside and out. So he said, well, I'll give you half of my kingdom. What, 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 what is your want? But because she has so much wisdom, and she says, I want a banquet. And she has the banquet. Oh, my God. And Haman is there, and he thinks he's on the end with the queen and, and whatnot, and everything is good. And they just go home and whatnot, and the king said, but you still haven't asked, tell me what you want. She says, I want another banquet. And so they have another banquet, and Haman is just in his glory. He's up there with the king and the queen. Haman is bad, and he's plotting to kill all of the Jews. Girlfriend was wise, hallelujah. You just don't come in and tell a man what you want right away. You know, you just like set the stage up, set it, set it, set it. Wisdom, hallelujah. See, when you prayed up and when you got the mind of Christ, because timing is everything. Timing is everything. They done got all full and, oh, my God, and they just seeing all of this beauty and she's just smelling all good and, oh, my God, and God is just moving and, oh, a divine intervention and intercession is going for big time. Hallelujah. Big time. And so when the timing is just right, she just exposes, oh, my God, mm-hmm. She exposes the plot of Haman. Haman is right there, and the king is right there, and Esther lets loose. She lets the king know about that. Haman is going to kill all of the Jews, and he's going to kill me too. He's like, what, 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 what? Somebody going to kill my queen? I don't think so. What are you talking about? And she lets the king know, oh, my God, that Haman had him put out that edict to kill all of the Jew, Jews, and she's going to be killed too, and everybody's going to be killed and, and whatnot. And so the king, hallelujah, turns it all around, and, and he says, not so. And so, oh, my God. And then, you know, oh, my God, Mordecai. God had Mordecai strategically placed to hear that two of the king's men were trying to plot to kill the king. And so that gets to the king. And so now the king has favor for Mordecai, and he's loving his wife. And so he just turns the table and pulls the rug right from underneath Haman. Hallelujah. And Haman had, had those galleys right there outside of his own house to hang Mordecai. And so now Haman is hanged. Oh, my God. And he is no more. Oh, my God. And so as we look over into the scripture, as we read further, oh, my God, we see the king over in chapter 8 as we look towards the end. Well, in chapter 7, that's where Haman gets hanged. He gets hanged because what he meant to kill somebody else, he was killed on it. And so he, you know, that's what, oh, my God, it don't, don't mess with God's anointed. That's just it. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Don't mess. With God's anointing, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that because as we read in this scripture, and I want you to read it in entirety if you haven't already, all of Haman's family, his ten sons, they all are killed. Hallelujah. Because of this man's evil heart, they just wipe out the whole family. Oh, my God. And then Mordecai, 
gets the estate that belonged to Haman. Mordecai becomes second in command. Everything that Haman had, God took it from him and gave it to God's child Mordecai. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And so now Esther, she, you know, she's got her cousin is now second in command, and he's got all of that. And so she said, but yet, king, the edict is still in place. All my Jewish family, everybody's still going to be killed because can you change it, king? He's like, I'm sorry, Esther, I'm sorry, I love you, but I just can't change it. Once the king puts his ring on it, his seal on it, it has to happen. And so, but he allows Mordecai, who's now second in command, and as you ring, and he gives Mordecai a ring. And so Mordecai is now able to get a decree in place, and he's able to say that now the Jews can defend themselves. On that same day that they were going to be destroyed, now you can defend yourself. And when God is with you, the enemy, the enemy knew. They heard about the Jews. They heard about Mordecai. They were afraid of Mordecai. They didn't stand a chance. Oh, my God. They were wiped out of the Jews. Hallelujah. It's celebration time. Why? Because she purified. Then she consecrated. Hallelujah. And now it's salvation time because the Jews were saved from annihilation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And so God wants the same thing for us to be purified, to be consecrated so we can go to battle. Hallelujah. People all over. Hallelujah. Dying. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. So much wickedness in this world. And God has said, all I want you to do is to go out and tell people about salvation. All I want you to do is let them know how much I love them. Let them know that I died for them. Let them know that nobody can love them like Jesus. Let them know that they want this. They need this divine intervention. Let them know that they need a relationship with the most high God. Hallelujah. The creator of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. You want this. Hallelujah. All you got to do is let them see Christ in you. Hallelujah. Let them see the favor on your life. Let them know that you are living this thing. Let them know that you took time to purify yourself even before you came up into the house of the Lord to serve in the kitchen, to serve on the doorpost, to serve in the choir, to serve as women in the church. You were purified. You got on your altar even before you left the house, even in your car. Yet the music was just set. You were setting the atmosphere to get your worship on. So even before the music started, hallelujah, you came in praising. You came in ready to worship. You knew you were coming to get a word. You knew you were coming to bless God in the offering. You knew you were coming to bless God. Hallelujah. Because now Esther has joy. She's got joy, unspeakable joy, because her family is saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. No more rags. Because she went from rags to worship riches. Hallelujah. And God wants to bless his people. God wants to bless his people. He doesn't want you to be poor and low down because our father is rich with houses and land. As I told Trinity this morning, God can just give you one idea. Hallelujah. And that one idea can make you a millionaire. Hallelujah. That's the kind of God I serve. All he's got to do is get that pen to paper and write that book and watch it become a bestseller. How God purified you. How you said no to Satan and how you said yes to Jesus. Yes, I'm called to serve. Hallelujah. How the world tried to call you this way and you said no. Hallelujah. I'm going to serve the Lord because God called me from birth. He called me out of the womb. Hallelujah. To preach the gospel. 
to evangelize, to let somebody know that Jesus is real. And how do you know? Because I know that I know that I know that I know that I know. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Hallelujah. Not my mother, not my father. Hallelujah. Nobody can do me like Jesus. He's real because I've got a relationship with him. Because when I call on him, he's right there. When I need him, he's right there. When I'm going through on the job, he's right there. When my money starts acting a little funny, he's right there. Hallelujah. He said, all I want you to do is tell somebody. Don't keep, your, keep it to yourself. Hallelujah. All I want you to do is go out and plant the seed. Let them know that you got that white on. Hallelujah. Because you're in the purification process each and every day that we're going to stay on the pot as well. Hallelujah. Because he's got giving you favor. I said he's giving you favor. He's giving you favor. He's giving you favor. He's giving you favor. He's giving you favor because you got an assignment. You got an assignment on your life. Hallelujah. I tell my young people, to whom much is given, much is required. He's giving you so much favor and talent because you have an assignment on your life. Hallelujah. The world is waiting for you, but God wants you to be purified, consecrated, because you're called to serve. Hallelujah. He's going to give you riches more than you ever can imagine. He's going to make some of you even millionaires. Hallelujah. But he wants you to know that it came from the Lord. They want you to know that all of your sacrifices, everything, hallelujah, is not in vain because you put him first. And you came with boldness to tell other young people who are suffering with mental health issues and all kind of issues, hallelujah, that God can heal and God can deliver, hallelujah. We know this is mental health week all around the city, and I'm trying to bring it to the close, Bishop. Hallelujah. But you know there was that young man, just 26 years old, who took it upon himself to get behind a wheel and go on a killing rampage. And he's just going down Times Square, 42nd, 43rd, 44th, 40, just killing people. He wanted to kill everybody that was, oh my God, in his, in his path. Hallelujah. Killed a young 18-year-old. Hallelujah. Sisters on critical. Oh my God. But when you know, it goes back. It has to go back to his childhood. It has to go back to what happened to this young man. Did anybody address it? Did anybody address it? Obviously not. But so many people right in our churches are suffering from their childhood. But what happened to them when they were little children? But God is a healer. Thank you, Jesus, and a deliverer. And what the devil meant for bad, God can turn around and make it for your good. Hallelujah. He said, just come, come to me, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. And so that's why he gives us pastors and we can counsel a while and yet refer out and get people to get the therapy and the treatment that they need and, and help them to be made whole because there's an assignment on your life. And that's why you have to go through so much hell. That's why you have to go through so much pain. That's why, because the enemy wanted to take you out. He wanted to destroy you while you were young, because he knew the greatness that was inside of you. 
He knew that there was a call on your life to serve, and that many would be saved, and many would be saved because of your life. Hallelujah. And so now we don't have to be ashamed. We can tell the story of even what happened to us when we were little and how God delivered us and God set us free, and nobody could have done it but the Lord. Hallelujah. Nobody could have done it but the Lord. But you see, so many times we, we, we get so cute we can't tell anybody, you know, because we, you know, we want people to think we all that, that, you know, that we, we didn't suffer and we didn't think about suicide once in our lives, even as a teenager. We didn't think about all of these things. Hallelujah. But somebody, some other young people need to know that they're not crazy. Hallelujah. Yes, the devil will tell you to kill yourself. The devil will tell you to take yourself out. But God, but God, we can let them know. Hallelujah. It's because you have a call on your life. Hallelujah. Thinking not strange. Hold on. We want to encourage them to hold on and to grab onto God's unchanging hand. That he can heal. Like he can love us more than any mother, more than any father, more than any husband, sister, brother. Nobody can love us like Jesus and let us know that everything is going to be all right. God just wants to anoint us afresh. He wants to give us fresh oil. And we get that fresh oil each time we go into the prayer room, each time we purify and consecrate. Hallelujah. God has given us fresh oil so that we can stand against all of the schemes of the enemy. Because the Bible lets us know, oh my God, in Ephesians, dear God, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but it's against principalities and rulers and dark places. Hallelujah. We have to know we have an adversary. Hallelujah. So when we come into God's house, we want to come purified. We want to come sanctified, holy, tried, and true. Hallelujah. So when we sing the songs of Zion, we are ministering. When we dance, we are ministering because it's real deep down in the inside because we know it's only the anointing that breaks the yoke. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to stop right there. Hallelujah. And just encourage each and every one, anybody who doesn't know the Lord in the pardon of their sins. Hallelujah. We're just going to ask each and every one to stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We would just be remiss if we didn't just take this opportunity. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Pastor, if I may. Hallelujah. We just want to take this opportunity to extend the time for you to come say, I don't know that Jesus, I don't know the Lord that you're preaching about and teaching about, but I want to know him. I want a chance. You can come right here to the front. You can come right here to the altar and we would pray with you and we would just introduce Jesus to you because he, hallelujah, God bless you, all angels rejoice, all heaven rejoice when one comes, hallelujah, when one comes, hallelujah, whether you're young or old, whatever, you can come, stand open and up so that you can come to the front, amen, hallelujah, is anyone here to say, I need prayer, I'm not there yet, but, I, but you can pray for me, you can come as well, you can come as well, because God is, keeps compelling me to do this right now, to say, tomorrow is not promised to anybody, that 18-year-old from Michigan who did, just died a few days ago, she didn't know that she would never be entering that college that she thought she was going to September. She didn't know that she would be ushered into eternity immediately. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. There is one, and will there be another? Hallelujah. She comes. As she comes, 
as she comes and as her little girl comes, Shayla, she's coming with mommy. I'm going to ask Bishop to come down and, and we're going to pray with her. And here comes a brother. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. A family, a family coming together saying, we need you, Lord. We need you. The enemy is trying to take us out, but it won't work because we are great. Hallelujah. Because God created you for greatness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.